as a family business owner, I've gone through a lot of challenges and uh, these are a few skills that I've developed that uh, have helped me maneuver through, through uh, these business uh, challenges. Um, one of them is um, honesty, you know, and the other one is hardworking. Welcome to There's a Better Way. Each episode, Professor Arvind Chandrasekharan sits down with a prominent expert or faculty leader to discuss how business principles can provide solutions to problems we may face in our professional or personal lives. This program is brought to you by The Ohio State University, Max M. Fisher College of Business. Welcome to There's a Better Way. I'm here with Pascual Blanco, who's actually the president and owner of Magnani Shoes Incorporated, a family-owned business, uh, both in Spain and in, in Ohio. Welcome to the program, Pascual. Good morning. Thank you. So, Pascual, uh, uh, today's uh, conversation that I'm going to have with you is in the area of family-owned businesses, their challenges as you talk, think about like uh, doing businesses across various regions of the world and all. But before I get there, uh, you actually are an OSU alumni, right? Yes, that's correct. Okay. And then what did you do your schooling here for? Like, oh, I did my EMBA, yes, okay. my executive MBA. That's fantastic. And now, like you're going back and applying some of the lessons, hopefully some of the lessons learned from EMB and other things back in your own businesses. Right? Tell uh, us more about that journey so far. So again, uh, I started uh, the EMBA because, you know, um, you, know you, you feel in your business, in your daily work that, that, that uh, you know, you're doing a lot of the same things and it just doesn't seem that you're making that, mean, that, that much of a difference in your business. So one night I just went there and just applied for it, you know, like, you know, I need to I need to get out of the daily work and and um, I think it was a very very great experience. Not only the networking, you meet a lot of people from different from different uh, different businesses, um, but but it makes you it makes you step away a little bit from your business, um, understand different types of. Um, uh, of subjects like again from accounting to finance to strategy to marketing etc and um, not you don't apply absolutely everything that you learn mm -hmm. in in as soon as you uh, you get back to to your daily work but but I think it's um, it just changes your the way of thinking the way of approaching sure. problems and and I think that that's that's for me has been the most the most uh, important uh, change uh, as a leader in my company or as a business person um, how do you how do you attack the problems that come come okay. to your desk okay and and tell me more about your company it's a magnani shoes again yep. when i think about shoes i always think about italian shoes right but now you are uh -oh. you, <laughs> <laughs> but then but then you actually this is an i've been doing some reading about this this is a very uh, family-owned company that started in Spain and having its uh, operations both in Spain and, and, and the U.S. Tell me more about uh, the origins of this company and how it's going right now. Okay, so yes, um, you're right. Again, many people think about Italian dress shoes because uh, Italians honestly have done a great job in marketing their made in Italy, you know, their brands. They spend their government, their marketing has been extremely... Uh, good doing that so and, and the distribution in the US as well as all around the world is, is exceptional and um, you don't think about French brands mm -hmm. you know uh, or you think about French brands you know uh, luxury brands but most of the product is manufactured in Italy and, yeah. 
and, and they do a fantastic job. They have great craftsmanship. For us um, in Spain, um, um, we do also fantastic craftsmanship. We, we just we haven't done that great great of a job trying to uh, uh, market ourselves as well. Um, I compare sometimes like like wine. You know, mm-hmm. you have the French wines and Italian wines. Well, there's nothing wrong with the Spanish, Spanish wines wine. as well. <laughs> so. Um, so we are a company that was established in 1954 in the small town of Almanza. Almanza was always, uh, since the early 1900s, a shoe town. Mm. It was one of the biggest factories in Europe was, was there. Um, and it was called Calzados Coloma. And then um, during the civil war in Spain from 36 to 39, mm-hmm. um, the, the factory, you know, just just uh, got this dissolved and you had all these craftsmanships, all this knowledge in the town. So that's when it was created, the people start creating their own small factories and their the small cobbler shops. And one of them was my, my grandfather. I am also, my grandfather started in 1954, a small uh, shop together with my dad. My dad, I think at the time was 14 or 15 years old. Mm. And um, they both started just this small, small factory. Um, uh, it, it was it was difficult times uh, at that, because at that time they didn't have any electricity, sure. uh, or they didn't have enough electricity to to cover all the factories. So they had to work. We had the night shift, mm. so we had to work at night. Or my father and my my grandfather had to work at night. My father um, continued to grow the business with together with my grandfather, and um, and then uh, we were born. We we're the third generation, and uh, we. Most of us came to here to study in the U.S., and with that we started to expand mm-hmm. the brand into into different markets, Europe as well as the U.S. And um, once we, you know, once we uh, started in the U.S., uh, things, you know, as well as Europe, they, things started to grow. And um, until we are today, we're a third-generation business, uh, all handcrafted shoes made in Spain. Uh, we also have a factory in Portugal, um, and the U.S. right now today is probably 45 to 50 percent depending on the season but 45 to 50 percent of our market share uh, in the factory or production sure so. and so so tell us more about again this is fascinating for me to hear as mm. an operations person myself is, yeah. so you have the production made in, in Spain and Portugal yes and you have 50 percent of the business in in the US and I'm assuming the remaining is in the Europe areas right so logistics and transportation and supply chains and it just compounds its effect as you think about like cutting across the Atlantic and all tell us more about like how do you do this more effectively given that again you're a small family-owned business mm-hmm. you've got to watch out for all those economies of scale and efficiencies right how do you do this and how do you actually do this better well um Again, the economy of scale is super important. Um, and, and again, you mentioned something before about I- Italian brands. You mm-hmm. know, so yeah, everything starts with a strategy. So we were a factory; we manufacture shoes for for the for the Spain. But when we start expanding and exporting the product, you know, we start seeing different type of competition out there. So my brothers and I sit down, and we we needed to decide. Um, probably 20 years ago, we needed to decide w- w- which road to take. Are we a price point item mm-hmm. or do we want to compete with the luxury world? So we decided to compete with the luxury world, but we didn't have the same the same uh, uh, tools or the same uh, elements. You sure. know, we are a smaller company, we're family, these guys are big corporations, big luxury brands, a lot of marketing money involved. Mm-hmm. So how do we compete with them? 
So we knew that we need, needed to manufacture the same quality of better product than them, mm-hmm. um, offer a fantastic value, mm-hmm. you know, proposition, and 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 that's what we try to accomplish today. Uh, today, this is one of the unique uh, we we found unique um, qualities or unique um, differentiation points in our product, like hand patinas, mm. coloration. Bologna construction, which is flexible construction, sure. uh, uh, styling that that um, um, that is very different, very unique, but at the same time is very luxurious. Sure, at a half price of any Italian. luxury brand, Italian or French brand. So that's been that's been kind of like our our strategy um, model to to compete. Um, and, and, and how do we do that? For example, um, one of the one of the key elements is um, inventory control. Mm-hmm. So uh, instead of purchasing leathers in different colors like black and brown and cognac and burgundy and green and sure. red or whatever, we do everything in one color. Mm-hmm. Um, we buy leathers, you know, large amounts of leathers, top quality leathers with no finishes, and we do. All the patinas inside the factory, okay. it creates a it creates a big um, problem because sure. because you need to uh, yeah, there's a lot, a lot there's labor intense there's a lot of craftsmanship a lot of know how but once you get to that level sure you know you can you know you don't have that inventory issue sure. uh, that other factories for example may have if if, yeah. if they're not able to do that so. Um, shipping wise is, is we always try to do a lot of budgeting and, and, and which is complicated and with COVID it just, yeah. it just was a big disruption for, for all of us uh, budgeting and trying to um, figure it out what or how is business going to be next year in six months um, uh, it's, been, it's been a struggle for us honestly um, and many 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 of our customers today have changed their model because of COVID you sure know? People are going more online. online yeah. They are going more um, uh, instead of budgeting for future orders. They are reacting to mm-hmm. consumers' demands. So you have to, you have to kind of like be reactive to that. Sure. You know. Uh, so it's, it's it's a complicated. It's very complicated. Uh, but but again, great thing about having a family business and having your own factory and not using other factors is that is that you can change and you can quickly you yeah. can change quickly. Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of Pasquale, the, the way you mentioned. There's a lot of uh, similarities between what you're saying and another famous uh, Spanish company like Zara. Right. Yes. So Zara does the same thing. Yes. They buy everything in one color and they do a lot. Zara is not family owned, but again, they operate like that. Ha- have you, I'm, I'm wondering, I mean, given your heritage and given your things, have you looked at their operating systems, their, um, they call them as JIT systems, and then like, have you started doing some parallels in your companies or? It's very difficult. Uh, Zara also um, um on their own shops, yeah. so they have a lot of data, a lot of information, and and, and, and they can they understand the you know all the information Patterns, to, yeah. to to the consumer mm-hmm. uh, point of view. For us, we don't. We we are a ho- true wholesaler, so yeah. we depend of other retailers. So you know the Nima Marcus, the Nordstroms, you know the Bloomingdale's of the world, the Bird of Kumas of the world. So um, it's sometimes it's hard to gather that information. Sure. Sometimes it's not that easy to share, you know, because it's um, but we always we always try to look for other companies. We always try to find ways to to offer 
and to bring value sure. to the consumers. And to bring value is, as you can, as you know, is saving costs okay. everywhere, everywhere yeah. you, you can, um, trying to be as productive as you can, making sure that the product is different from the rest, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So, so let, let's talk about decision making. Again, one of the things about a family-owned business yes. is like there's not a clear stakeholder, shareholder, like you don't have a customer shareholder. No. You have your own family shareholder, yes. right? And then you have people within the family having multiple roles within the organization, yes. right? Tell me more about like how decisions are made and are there, I mean, are there, is it challenging? Let me put it this way. Given there is emotions involved, given it's not like transactional, it's more transformational kind of relationships you have, mm. right? Relationship building. Are making decisions much tougher uh, in a family-owned context? Um, it is and it is not. Okay. Um, I do think that there is... Uh, I do agree that sometimes um, sometimes when we, when we have discussions in a round table with brothers, mm -hmm. it gets a little, you know, rough or, yeah. you know, because there is no... There is no boundaries. There is like you talk to your brother and, and there's no filters. Yeah. You know, you just say that the way it is. But that's good. That's good because you, you realize that, you know, we are all passionate about it and at the end we're all always looking, you know, for, for the best for the best scenario. Yeah. Um I, I do think I think the biggest issue that we have when making decisions um, is about um, the different cultures and the different uh, countries are and, and customers perspectives I always I'm the one who lives in the US mm -hmm. all my brothers live in Spain so I always put myself in in, in the US consumer you know okay. and I always try to to make them understand that here in the US you know customers want this and we need to work this different ways and we need to sure. we need to do things this way and this is what and over there in Spain even though that my brothers study in the US mm -hmm. And, and they move back to the to the to the to Spain, but it's sometimes it's just hard to remember those those little sure. details, and um, and they just you just get into that culture of Spain, and you just yeah. you just get get uh, getting the daily the, the, your daily life, and yeah. and sometimes you forget about those those small details. But it is hard to 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 work uh, uh, with brothers, but is 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 also the beautiful. A, a beautiful thing as well you know okay. um, we all get along um, and I think because we respect each other we all have different we all work in different um, segments of the business um, we all work hard um, and at the end we all care yeah so if you all care and at the end uh, you know at the end of the conversation even though if it was you know maybe maybe your you know the decision wasn't what you were expecting, but you always look for the best of the of, of sure. the group, and and at the end you just go and have a glass of wine afterwards, and yeah, and, <laughs> and that's it. You know, wine fixes everything. Everything, by the way. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so in terms of work-life balance, Pascual, that's another thing I've always wondered about. Yes, because there is no separation between work and life in a family-owned business if you think about it like you said like 10 p.m at night you're having a glass of wine but talking about logistics or like yes. shipment problems right yes. how do you separate i mean do you do you find that challenging to really not separate work and life at all i think you get used to it i think it's challenging if you ask my wife yes okay. you know she will be like she will be like uh, well this uh, this guy never ends you know he just never you know if if if, if she, if she wouldn't push me, I would I would be working or making calls, you know, in the middle of the night. Sure. So, but uh, 
but again, I don't know, it's just, it's challenging, but it's your life, it's what you believe on, it's like, I don't know, um, you don't think about it. Yeah. Um, and, and again, it's, uh, like I said before, I think it's, it's, it's your family, so it's not, it's not about you, mm-hmm. you know, it's about, you know, your family, your parents, you know, making sure that sure. we grow this together. So if you, meet, if you need to make that call or you need to take, make that trip during the weekend or during a holiday, you just do it. Yeah. And you know you feel you figure out a different a different way to um, to get back to your family yeah. and, and, and and do and and, and and do that holiday that you couldn't have with them. But I, I do think is is uh, also important to have. And I tell my sales team because we do a lot of traveling and we spend a lot of time in the stores to keep that balance. Sure. Uh, um, I, I think it's important and you have to work every day on that you know it's not just business 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 you have to also spend time with the family sure uh, because that's who we are we're yeah. a family business but your own family your own kids your own wives you know they you know they need to uh, yeah they need to uh, spend time with you need to spend time with them as well so so 10 years from now Pascual yeah how do you see this business? Do you see this business still being a family-owned business running? Do you see this business growing along those dimensions, or maybe like said, selling it to a private equity? What 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 is what is what are your thoughts on that? In 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 our hearts, and we this is a conversation that we have had. In our hearts, we would love to for this company to continue to be a family business, but we understand also that there is a challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, even though we are a third, um, you know. We are, you know, my, 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 my grandfather started the business, my father is second generation. We are third generation, but because my father was um, the unique child, the sure. only, one, only, only one single child, um, we are really not a th- really true third generation, sure. you know? So when we look at our kids, uh, which they will be cousins working together, uh, it's not the same thing that w- brothers working together. Sure. Um, it's challenging. Uh, I think we, we, we will see a challenge there, but we're also talking about professionalizing the business and making okay. sure that we bring people outside of the family to run the business, mm-hmm. professionalize it, but keep it um, uh, keep it still sure family owned. Family owned. That's yeah. that's. But again, you never know. Yes. It's, it's just hard. That's to a, that's a good way to think about it. As like again, um, so let me ask. I know we're running out of time. A couple of important questions here. Yep. So one thing is, as you th- reflect back on your learnings as a, as an EMBA uh, mm-hmm. graduate from Fisher College of Business, you said like, of course, they gave you better acumen around problem solving, mm-hmm. right? Uh, is there a particular instance in your last few years after you graduated? that these tools or the capabilities that you gathered here became really useful in like solving an important problem back in your company? Uh, every day, meaning you don't think about it sometimes, but, mm-hmm. but you see the effects of those decision makings, meaning, um, yes, uh, I'm very involved with the sales team and I'm very involved with sales. Again, this is who we are here. Sure. Magnani in the US is, is pretty much a distribution sales entity. Sure. Um, and we feed the factory. So for us, for us to make sure that we we continue to grow, sales is super important. And and yes, uh, mostly in sales, decision making in in how do we present product to customers, how do we uh, interact with customers, how do I prepare the sales teams, what tools do they need, um, how do we resolve problems sure. with uh, our partners. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, how do you become a little bit tougher conversations? How do you wait and listen? How yeah. do you, you know, timing, you know, of the conversations? Before I took the, the or before I, I, I did the EMBA, I was a little more reactionary. I was mm -hmm. a little more, um, I don't know, maybe action-driven. Sure. Right now, I'm I a little more calm, okay. even though I'm very, very passionate. I'm very, uh, but, but I try to, um, be a little more um, uh, strategic on my on my sure. on, on, on my decision making. So, mostly in sales and mostly in uh, in uh, uh, relationships and conversations with our partners um, have really improved and have really increased our our uh, our market share in the in the US. That's great, Pascual. I mean, like, um, for our listeners out here, I mean, do you want to, like, conclude this podcast by saying, okay, um, what are your lessons learned? Like, as and, and as you as you do this in a daily uh, schedule, like, what are some things that you're learning as uh, respect to what, what happened in the past? What is something that you're learning that keeps you more energized and active? You know, I learned, I learned that you need to, well, there's always that, you, you first of all, you don't know everything. You yeah. always have... You're always learning every day, uh, being humbled, uh, putting yourself out there. Um, uh, it's important, even though that you, you know, I, when, when, I, when, when I made the decision of EMBA, those first few weeks, you start thinking, what am I doing? What, what, or, you know, just start seeing all the challenges. It's like, I, I, I don't know if I can do this. And putting yourself in that in that. But it's, it's very important um, because it makes you it makes you stronger. It makes you understand that you are capable of doing pretty much anything you want. And so being surrounded by other other people that feel the same way that they are sure. that they are leaders in their industries or that they are wanting to to step aside of their daily work and mm -hmm. learn something um, is is fantastic i think the cohort you know the group we created the learning process the um, the work ethic that we that the teach, sure. that the teachers push us to to mm -hmm. to to to, uh, to accomplish and then just the 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 the, the 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 way you put yourself out there being humble and listen and 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 uh, making sure that you are um, able to learn and absorb new 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 ideas and i think to me that was that was that was what i would like everybody to to experience because sometimes you don't think you can do it but you know i was having a conversation with somebody in the office and she was telling me it's like hey you know you, you think i can do like listen it's hard right. it's tough yeah. it's scary but anybody can do it it's just That's a matter right. of it's just a matter of uh, taking the nerves and yeah. just do it so looking at the world with a curiosity mindset and humility, I think those are important lessons yep. that anybody can take from this conversation. So thank you so much, Pascual. It's a pleasure to talk to you and learn more about family, business and their challenges. So thank you. Oh, thank you for having me. Great. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. For more episodes or more information about The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, please visit fisher.osu.edu.